0: Good afternoon, beautiful people. Welcome to episode 52 of Sports Bar Talk. We have a lot to get into, and a coaching legend is caught hanging it up after this season. Shout out to Anders for that beat drop, and welcome to episode 62 minus 10 Otherwise known as episode 52 of Sports Bar Talk. We have a lot to get into today, including, I did tease, a legend is walking away from coaching after this season. You've probably heard the news. We'll get into that in a little bit. But let's dive into it, because we do have a lot to cover. This is Sports Bar Talk, where we got the best seat in the house and we're going to waste no time getting into the playoff roundup, and we're going to waste no time bringing in our hockey correspondent. Yes, he absolutely, I, for some reason, I don't, this a bad idea, I decided to bring him back after he absolutely disrespected the Pittsburgh Penguins, and especially Sidney Crosby, because disrespectful, didn't have to come out and do it. But I have to bring him back, because otherwise I don't have a hockey correspondent, and I'm not watching these games. So, without further ado, let's bring him in. Are the Sports Bar Talk NHL correspondent special counsel to the Oilers, host of the critically acclaimed Goofer Keeps show, Goofer Keeps. <laughs> Goofer, I don't know why I brought you back, but you get you get another shot. Don't disrespect the pens. Uh you know. I apologize greatly for what I did, but, you know, you also... I demand an apology from you for coming out and just saying the NBA... disrespecting Hulky like that. I'm sorry. Nah, the NBA's better, and you know it. You know it. The games have been much more intense and than, than your stupid-ah. Oh, whatever, whatever. Uh, But I demand an apology. I'll give you before the Stanley Cup ends. Otherwise, I will never come on this podcast again. Deal. If I muster up the courage to make one if you deserve it because I don't think you do until I get an apology for what you did to the penguins. Oh, I'm not gonna do that either. I'm not gonna do that either. You're a disgrace. But let's get into it why we're here. Let's just get you do your play roundup, then we can get you the heck out of here. Because I've had enough of you already. So um let's dive in. We're into the semifinals now. Which of these uh, series is, is intriguing you the most, we'll put it that way, um, a lot of people say New York and Boston, but I actually like Colorado and Vegas, I think Vegas is looking really good, you know, I think Vegas it might be the, the team to win all. actually, even though Colorado has Nathan McKinnon, but you know, the Vegas Golden Knights have flower in that, and he's very good. He's very good. He's the best goalie I think I I, I love to watch. I wish the Penguins would bring him. I The Penguins get him back for sure. You scared me there. You scared me there, Goofer. I thought you were going to come out and slaughter me, slaughter my Penguins again, Um, which we will not tolerate here on Sports Bar Talk, any Penguin slaughter. Um, but Flower's good. Flower's good. Colorado's good. It'll be very interesting. It'll be very interesting. It should be a good series. But your know, color Vegas got to turn it around. They're down two nothing. They got to turn the turn around. And then yeah, yeah, I, I mentioned New York and Boston. Very interesting series, tied at one game apiece. I think the Islanders actually have a chance to get the upset here. It's got, this one will go seven games. Sorokin is playing great in goal for the Islanders. Of course, you saw it firsthand. Um, Boston. They did beat the the crapitals. I would agree with you. I hate the Capitals, so I we'll, I know you like to call the Capitals the crapitals. I like to call them crapitals, the so we'll do you agree on that. Um, but I think it's very interesting. I like I I think the Islanders can win. I think they can. And I despite and this is just because I hate the Bruins. I'm taking the Islanders because of that. But hearing you say cuz you watch hockey all the time, you saying that you think they can do it? Gives me a renewed confidence, almost. Yeah, yeah. They've got they've got the talent, and it's the last year. in I Coliseum before they moved to the Belmont Park Arena, so it looks very good. Yeah, it does. Um, do we want to touch on these other two real quick since we got half of them? Yeah, yeah, we can touch base on it. Tampa Bay, defending Stanley Cup champions. They're up 2-0 on Carolina. I think Tampa Bay can win that series. You go at Montreal and Winnipeg in the Canadian Division Final. I like Montreal to come out of that. Um, I have inside sources from the Canadian government. They're actually looking into potentially letting the American teams come into Canada for when for the next round of the playoffs. So Vegas and Colorado might be getting to be the first ab- travelers abroad in the U.S. since the pandemic begun. Nothing's set in stone yet, but a Canadian government source said that to me. That it's a very real possibility that Montreal, after this series against Winnipeg, they won't have to go into an American bubble, almost, potentially. So, good news there. That is outstanding news, and you know, since we're kind of already getting back to normal here in the U.S. with full capacities, I know Montreal finally allowed fans for their hockey games. And that atmosphere was electric. I think that actually led to them beating the Maple Leafs. Um, so... The fact that we could be having a team from America traveling into Canada, I think this not only bodes good news for the return to regular NHL play, but I think if I'm the Blue Jays and the Raptors hearing this news potentially happening, I am ecstatic that the Blue Jays didn't look like it at the start of the year. Now, they're going to Buffalo for a couple weeks or months here in a bit. They might actually be able to finish the season back in Toronto at Rogers Center. So... I know you're not a baseball guy, but that's huge. Yeah, that is huge, and it just means we can go back to the uh, not playing teams outside of your division again, which this year was absolutely a waste, playing old teams inside your division, so yeah. Alright, so for the Canadian audience, where can they catch these Stanley Cup playoff games? They can catch these games on Sportsnet and CBC. And in America, you can catch them on NBCSN, CNBC, USA, the NHL Network, and on the weekends on your local NBC station. Goofer, much more civil today. I appreciate it. I hope it goes like this the rest of the playoffs. I hope so, too. Ladies and gentlemen, Goofer keeps. (laughs) All right, let's dig into the NBA now. My known, is he off FaceTime? Okay, he is let's dig into mod to the better one the nba and i love teams that love to lose in five or six games because you know i'm a knicks fan and they went down here to the hawks in five games the Knicks, the problem with them is the hawks have a better team the knicks need free point shooting that's what they're gonna need in the off season um if they could go out and get a damian lillard who's a free agent if they could go get him that'd be great i think he might stay in portland though But Damian Lillard's not thinking about free agency right now because his team is still in the heat of a win-or-go-home game. The Denver Nuggets are up free too, but they head to Portland tonight for an 8 o'clock Eastern time tip to take on Dame, who absolutely exploded with 55 points the other night. Very delicious. Or not very delicious. Very great game. Lillard just single-handedly kept the Blazers in the game which was incredible. And then you have the Lakers, who we don't know what's going to happen with Anthony Davis. Will he play tonight? That's at 10-30. The Suns need to win, and they're in the next round, and they eliminate the defending champs. If you had the Lakers only making it past the— only getting eliminated in the first round of the playoffs, if you bet that, you might be— you're the biggest Phoenix Sun fan for tonight, because you might be cashing a massive ticket. And it could be a life-changing game tonight at 10.30 Eastern. LeBron, does he have one more vintage playoff LeBron performance in him? Listen, he's been battling the injuries. It looks like it bothered him. I think we see something special from LeBron tonight. Um, it'll be very interesting to see. It's at Staples. I think the Lakers will win. Um, Aiton... And Booker need to play out of their minds tonight to finish this, and they're gonna have to. This is gonna be have to be. This is gonna feel like a game seven to me for the Suns as well. They need to put the Lakers away now because if they win tonight, Anthony. This gives Anthony Davis more time to heal, and he might be ready to go for game seven if he doesn't play tonight. So for the Suns, I would treat this as you're down free two. If I was the Suns, you flip flop the rules and you. You're coming with the you're down free two mindset. Um, congratulations to the Seventy Sixers defeating the Wizards in five games. Wizards shouldn't have even been there. They were like twenty games back in February of the playoffs, and here they are. Um, Dallas and and LA, we could have both the LA teams out in the first round. The Mavs are up free two. Great play from Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway, Maxi Kleber. And L.A., we don't know what's going to happen. Now, Kawhi and Paul George are free agents. If they lose, I think there's a very good chance one or both of them are not back next season. And I think if one of them goes, it's Kawhi. So, where does Kawhi go? I think he could go Golden State. I really think he could. I don't know what the contract situation is like, but he could. So, turning our attention to the second-round series that are already set in stone. The Bucks play the Nets. That's Saturday at 7.30 on uh, TNT. Um, that will be a very good series. A lot of NBA insiders are saying the Bucs are the only team that could stop the Nets in the East. We'll see. And then we have the Hawks and the 76ers is the only one left. Is the other Eastern Conference semifinal. The, all the Western Conference series, is, with the exception of Utah beating the Grizzlies in five games, is not set yet. And so... Be very interesting. We might have the Western Conference, at least three quarters of it, figured out by the end of the night. Tonight's games is a doubleheader. The Nuggets Blazers at 8 and the Lakers Suns at 1030. All Both of those games are going to be on TNT. For the weekend, for the rest of it, check your local listings because I know for the weekend, some of the games are on ESPN and also on your local ABC station, and some of them are on TNT. So just be mindful, check your local listings if you want to watch these games. But the tonight's games, if you're listening on a Thursday, are both available on TNT, where you can catch Inside the NBA with Ernie, Charles, Kenny, and Shaq. Emmy award-winning Inside the NBA. Alright, NBA is done. We have the final leg of the Triple Crown on Saturday. The Belmont Stakes. This is my favorite leg of the race, in my opinion, because, you know, it's almost like a preview to the Breeders' Cup and summer horse racing. I love watching during the summertime on an afternoon, watching horse racing is fun. And the big end-of-the-year horse racing celebration is something called the Breeders' Cup. All the top horses from around the world jockeys, trainers from around the world. They fly into to wherever it is. It's normally in America. Wherever the rate wherever the Breeders' Cup is. This year I believe it's Del Mar in San Diego, but every other year it seems like it's in Santa Anita in Arcadia and sometimes it's in Churchill in Kentucky. But the Belmont Stakes is almost like a mini Breeders' Cup because so the action starts today. Um And they have, like, free stakes races today. They'll have, like, maybe five or six tomorrow. And then they'll have, like, seven or eight on Saturday. And they're all kind of... They card them in different divisions and different ages. And some are on the turf. Some are aren't. Some are turf sprints. Some are, like, two-mile-long turf races. Some are a a mile-and-a-half long, like the Belmont will be. And it always is a fun event. It's almost like a Breeders' Cup. There's massive... For the people who love to play the races, there's a lot of opportunities to make a lot of cash. Um, but the main event every year is the Belmont Stakes, and this gets, there's no buzz to this this year because there is no Triple Crown on the line, <clears throat> and also maybe because Bob Baffert doesn't have a horse running in this race because he's been banned from the New York Racing Association from running. Now, by the way, a quick update to that. The split sample on Medina Spirit did come back in Kentucky. It came back positive, and so Churchill Downs has opted to ban baffert from running horses in churchill till the spring meet of 2023 so he's out he won't be allowed to uh run any kentucky derby runners for the next two derbies big big considering he was and now probably is not no more the greatest kentucky derby trainer of all time so and i'm sure other now it's different in every state the rules and whatnot so with baffert Maryland did allow them to run. I I foresee them... Churchill's got to... Churchill, Maryland, and New York have to come together and each institute the same amount of time for the ban. Maryland and Belmont need to come out right now and say... And even California, for that matter, because that's where Baffert's based. They need to come out right now and say, we will not allow... Bob Baffert to run any horses at any of our tracks within state lines during these two years. It's got to be uniform. If there was ever a time for unity in horse racing in alignment with rules, this is the time. So, and there's legislation out to get a canoe commission, a governing body in horse racing, almost like what U.S. soccer is and uh, U.S. basketball is. We need that because the rules are different. If Bob Baffert's horse tested positive in California... The horse wouldn't have been DQ'd from winning the Kentucky Derby. But Baffert would have gotten like a one month suspension. We need precedent. We need leadership in horse racing. And the Churchill Downs Incorporated... The California Horse Racing Commission... And the New York Racing Association need to come together... Right now and institute the same ban that Baffert has... At Churchill Downs, we—this has to happen. We need un— we need unity in horse racing. And if they come out and do this, we'll have it. Now to the race itself. There won't be no Bob Baffert representation, but we will still have some Southern California, some California horse racing in here. Flavian Pratt will be on Hot Rod Charlie, who was in the Kentucky Derby. Now, the one thing about the Belmont Stakes, a lot of the Derby horses that ended up skipping the preakness to try and end the triple crown bid, they're going to be in this race. So, essential quality is going to be the morning line favorite for this race. He's breaking from post two, same connections. Luis Saez will ride, Brad Cox will train. Um Burbonic's in the race, breaking from that first post. Kendrick Carmouche. this is his home track. Home circuit, the New York circuit. He looks pretty good to winning it. France, go with Ricardo Santana. He's got a Hideki Mori training. Known agendas in the race. Rock your world with Irad Ortiz. Rock your world's there as well. Has a good chance to maybe pull off an upset with Joel Rosario aboard. I took a central quality in the Derby. And I'm sticking with a central quality in the Belmont. I think it'll win. I know an inside post is tougher um, to run on, but I, I still have faith in Luis to give him a great trip, no one knows this track better than Luis, because he runs in New York, from out the spring, summer, and fall, and so I think he will get it done, and he'll have his first triple crown winner, where he actually wins, and it Matt, and it counts, so, cannot wait, cannot wait, for the Belmont Stakes. Now, there's, the races start today at 3.05 on a Thursday first post. You can catch that those races on Fox Sports 2 or on YouTube. Just search the New York Racing Association on YouTube. Uh, and you can click on America's Day at the Races where they show you the racing from both Belmont and at Churchill Downs in Kentucky. Friday, the first race is at 12.50, so I think at like 12.30, the actual start will be on Fox Sports 2. Then at 5, it'll move over to NBCSN. And then they move back for a little post-race coverage on Fox Sports 2 at 6. Then on Belmont Stakes Day itself, it actually gets started at 11.30, I believe. Also on Fox Sports 2. Then at, like, free-ish, it moves over to NBCSN. Then at 5, goes to your local NBC station. And then at 7 for post-race coverage back over to FS2. And YouTube as well. YouTube... I believe you won't be able to watch when the NBC, SN and NBC coverage is on. But for everything else, all systems go. That is the Belmont Stakes, and it's presented by Nyra Betts. Now, to a coaching legend hanging it up. Mike Krzyzewski, legendary head coach of the Duke Blue Devils, 74 years old, has announced he will retire Following the 2021-2022 basketball season, round of applause to the greatest coach in college basketball history. This man has done it all. He's going to finish with a he right now. He this record will be different, but he is a 90 in Division One coaching. 97 wins, 30 defeats. That's outstanding. Um he of course was also the coach for 10 years at the for the US Olympic basketball team. And you always wondered maybe he'd want to go coach the pros at some point, but he never did. He of course will step down. He will make way for head assistant coach John Shire to take the keys to the Ferrari and will be coaching the team through there, so I would imagine a lot of the recruiting visits and whatnot this year will be handled by Shire, um now Coach K, he was his coaching career was this, for a year he started as an assistant at Indiana, and then he was the head coach for five years at Army, where he played he was a point guard and a shooting guard during his time there, and from 1980 to now, he's been a Duke, um Overall, when you're not factoring the Division free win, division 1 wins, excuse me, 1,170 wins, 361 defeats. Um, Sheski, of course, born in Chicago, son of a Polish-American Catholic. Um, Coach K, five March Madness titles, 91 and 92 back-to-back, then 01, 2010, and of course, most recently, 2015. Um... He's made the Final Four 12 times, 15-time ACC Tournament Champion, and 12-time ACC Regular Season Champion. He won the Naismith College Basketball Coach of the Year three times, 89, 92, and 99. Uh, He was a five-time ACC Coach of the Year, and he was inducted into the Basketball Hall of Fame in 2001 and the College Basketball Hall of Fame in 2006. He is, without a doubt, there will be a statue outside of Cameron Indoor Stadium of this man. And I would say right now, an, a, a way too early prediction for national champion. I think Duke wins it for Coach K. You have to. You have to win it for him. Take him, out, send him off the right way, a champion, even though he already is. All right, Restaurant of the Week and... It was a battle all week long when I was in Pittsburgh. First, it was going to be five guys. Then, on Tuesday, we ate at this place. That'll be the food of the week next week. It was a very delicious place. That's all I'll say. But then last night, coming home from Pittsburgh, me, I found this place. I saw they had an appetizer of hot pepper hummus and they had veggie burgers which my mom... She needs that because she's vegan and she loves it. And she was like, okay, let's stop here. Now, this place, before I give the name out, is a chain, but it's only in Pittsburgh. They have one in Wexford, which is like right in between Pittsburgh and Cranberry. Oakland, which is where the uni- where Pitt is, the University of Pitt. Go Panthers. They have one in Shadyside, which I believe is a suburb of Pittsburgh. And they also have one, the one we ate at was in Hampton Township, which was on Route 8, very conveniently just off the Pennsylvania Turnpike exit there. Stacked, custom burgers, and craft beer! This place was amazing. Now, for about the first, however long, I used to have a fear of talking to the waitress when I was younger this place would have been my dream because at this place you basically they give you the menu a paper menu and a pencil and by each menu item there is a checkbox And you cross off what you want, and you just give it to the waitress, and they put it in. So, the appetizers. They had so much here, we're definitely going to make a return trip to this place. They have hot pepper hummus. I didn't like it. It was a little too hot for me. Spicy chili. Mahi tacos. Stacked nachos. pierogies obviously, because we're in Pittsburgh. Pretzel twists. Barbecue pulled pork sliders, buffalo potato skins, spinach and artichoke dip, fried mac and cheese, fried pickles, cheese sticks, and the one I want to try, Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. They have salads, of course. They have wings as well. Uh, they have regular wings. They have cauliflower wings. They have boneless wings. I got the garlic parm, and that was really good. Really good. They have quesadillas. They also have milkshakes and they have fries as well. And curly fries and sweet potato fries and tater tots and onion rings. They also have sam- regular sandwiches and regular recipe crafted burgers where you don't have to create it. Now, let's get to the build your stack. And this, I absolutely loved. So you can, first you choose your meat. You can choose a stacked burger, Cajun turkey burger, which my dad got, buttermilk crispy chicken, which I chose, a short stack burger, which is a quarter pound, the regular stacked burger is half a pound, grilled chicken, a salmon burger, the big stack, which is three quarters of a pound, a bison burger, and a veggie burger. Next, you choose your bread. My dad chose the Kaiser roll, but they, a traditional Kaiser roll. They also have a pretzel bun. I also have wheat bread. Or my mom got the wrap. She was going to go lettuce wrap, but then she changed her mind and went with the traditional tortilla wrap. Sesame bun, lettuce wrap. I got the Texas toast. Now, if you know me, you know I love butter. So this might be the shock of the decade. But when I had their Texas toast on my sandwich, I felt like they put a little too much butter on. And I love my butter, and that's saying something. Now they also have a gluten-free bun. Next, cheese or cheese. They have American. They have blue cheddar, pepper jack, ghost pepper cheese, horseradish cheese, Swiss cheese, and smoked provolone. They have so many sauces. The first sauce is on them. Now they do have free so. Now they do have a second here where they have regular free sauces, where you could put as many of those on as free. Those free sauces that are free are ketchup, mayo, and mustard. But what I got on mine, I got honey mustard and uh, garlic aioli. Very good. Very good. Now, they also have A1 steak sauce, Big Mac sauce, kimchi, General Tso's, honey capotle barbecue, honey mustard, horseradish aioli, pesto aioli, pineapple mayo. They got so much. A lot of their wing flavors that I mentioned, they're on here. Then they have the toppings. They have a section here where you can get the first four toppings on them. And some of the exotic ones. Peanut butter. Potato chips. Fritos. And Corrance Doritos. I got the Corrance Doritos on mine. Absolutely delicious. Really made it a good sandwich. And then the dollar toppings. The premium toppings we'll say. They had avocado... Bacon, barbecue pork, bruschetta, cheese sticks, chicken fingers. You could get on it. Coleslaw, fried banana. Ugh, fried egg, which I got. I tried to. Now, when I go to Sheets, I get a chicken sandwich and I put a fried egg and American cheese and honey mustard on it. I tried to replicate that here. So I had a fried egg, fried mac and cheese, fried pickles. You could get a fried pierogi, grilled pineapple, guacamole, guac, guac gum mole-mole, homemade spicy chili, regular mac and cheese, onion rings, roasted red pepper, pico, and shiitake mushrooms, and then you add a side. This place is amazing, and next time I go, I'm going to have to try a milkshake. So that is stacked burgers and craft beers. It's a chain that's all over Pittsburgh, but if you're on your way to, let's say, Cleveland, Ohio or somewhere And you're on the Turnpike Or Youngstown or even New Wilmington You need a dinner Stacked, burgers and beers It's in Hampton Township It's right off the Route 8 exit there In between New Kensington and Cranberry Township Highly recommend it Highly recommend it Alright That is Sports Bar Talk for today Stay safe Look both ways when you cross the street Enjoy the Belmont Steaks Enjoy the NBA playoffs. Enjoy it all! This is Sports Bar Talk. Where we got the best scene in the house! Sorry, I have to create a. I have to correct myself here. In the beginning. I don't know what I was thinking when I recorded this, but in the beginning of the episode, I said episode 52. That's obviously a lie. Last, I should have known that. Last week was our half centennial celebration. This is actually episode 51 of the grand old podcast. So, I'm sorry about that. Anyway, uh, it's episode 51, so, if you think there's a typo in the description there where it's, on where it says episode 51 and then the podcast, is episode 52. The description's right. It's episode 51. Oh, my. I'm sorry about that. Uh, anyway, enjoy your week. I'll see y'all next week.